like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> oh I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. 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 I don't know. Are you drunk? No. <laughs> You're like, this doesn't look good. This doesn't look good. <laughs> we'll just give you a little boost. That's all. Give me a boost. See, you're in there now. Now you're doing great things. Yeah. Doing great things. Mm-mm. HMC 96 Insidious Chapter 2. We're at day two at the cabin. Is this day two or three? This is day three, three to, at the cabin. Or two and a half. Two and a half at the cabin. The beautiful, beautiful cabin. This isn't really a cabin. I don't know that we should call it a cabin. It's more like a nice ranch home. Yeah. It's a nice ranch house mm-hmm. down a long drive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which did flood. Down a lane. It was floody. Yeah. It yeah. was flood. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get my monkey pox on you. I appreciate that. I don't really p- have monkey pox. You could like pick at it during the episode. Ew. You could <laughs> if you wanted <laughs> like, to. Pull yeah. the scab off. I don't know that I'd be into that, but That's I mean, nasty. you can try it if you want. Ew. No, I'd rather not. I'm just saying you can. I don't really have monkey pox. So I don't want you to worry. Okay. I went for my yearly checkup and um, I have some back issues going on because I'm old, right? Yeah. So Dr. Sandy, she says, um, she's like feeling on me and she got a little aggressive with me. Mm. It's a little touch in some mm-hmm. stuff going on. And then she saw my leg where I fell playing basketball and she said, oh my God, what's that? <laughs> I was like, I fell playing basketball. She's like, oh, it looks like a blister. I was like, no, it's not a blister. It's just, she's like, oh, monkey pox are bad right now. So thank goodness I don't have it, but I don't want, I don't want to get it on you either. I'm happy that you don't have it. Thank you. I feel like it doesn't look like monkey pox though. I think this from the angle she must have been at, um, it must look like a blister, uh, which I guess monkey pox, have you looked them up? Yeah. There's like blisters and like zit looking things zitties mm-hmm. zitties yeah they're not i wouldn't want it it's supposed to be the next thing though the next mm. wave great yeah it's always something Just don't want to leave the house yeah. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> it's like with skin to skin contact is how you get monkey pox right yeah but i think it has to be like for a long time i don't think it's like that i think it has to oh, be fuck i know <laughs> don't I touch the me. pox i don't want it i have open sores over here <laughs> open wounds yeah Throw a fucking band-aid on it. I gotta air it out, dude. You don't want that thing being all goopy. Oh, Jesus back- Christ. Uh, I didn't say you had to lick it. I don't like the word goopy. Goopy? Yeah. Put Yucky. some Bactine on it. I have been using <laughs> peroxide and Neosporin. That's the best you can hope for. Okay. Yeah. How does peroxide work? Just like fucking cleans everything out. Yeah. Like what though? Like what is it? It's like bubbles, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which it does that. That's right. not good though, right? Because if it's bubbling, then that means there's like... It's dirty. Yeah. yeah. I use it all the time. It, but it's cleaning it. Mm-hmm. How though? Like, what's it doing? That's what I want to know. I don't know. You guys are really helpful. I'm not. We're a not scientists. Scientist. <laughs> I don't know. think it has to be a scientist. It's more of like a doctor. Well, why don't you know? 
I'm not smart. Look at me. Oh Look at out of the three of us, you think I'm the one that's going to know how peroxide functions? I mean, maybe. Maybe. I mean, maybe it's a hobby of yours. <sighs> well, now that you mention it, see what happens <laughs> is the peroxidal formula is actually um, x squared minus two m. Mm-hmm. Wow. And wounds <laughs> squared. When wounds are opened up on your body, they are x singular to the fourth power. So when the peroxide gets in there, the X squared um, subtracts the X singular and it takes it down, okay, to zero X's because you don't want X's. X's are how you get infection. X's Mm. are how you get very serious illnesses inside of your bloodstream. Are you okay? Yeah, is this going to be much longer? (laughs) (laughs) I clearly have no idea how peroxide works. I don't know. I use it for everything, for cuts, hmm. but I don't know what it does. That's entertaining. Yeah. Hmm. Feels good when it burns a little bit. You're like, so, yeah, it's working. It's okay, working. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> Jess. Yes. Do you like this cabin more or less than last year's cabin? I like it more because it's a little more updated, mm. um, a little more spacious. We've got a little bit more comfortable ca- like sitting situation, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, but I liked the other one because it was a little more creepy. Like That was a mm. lot more creepy. Yeah. It definitely felt more... I why did I say definitely so weird? I had like an extra it syllable did. in there. Definitely. <laughs> it definitely had more of an evil dead vibe. Yeah. I think we all thought this was going to be more strangers-esque, which I don't... I, the more we stay here, the less strangers vibe I'm getting. Yeah. 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 It's a little disappointing. And we were honest. a little bit more like secluded in the other one. Like it was mm. very like wooded, like a lot of trees and stuff. And this one's like more like an open pasture. Like, yeah. Pasture. Yeah. Like we could milk cows. Mm-hmm. We could. Yeah. And there's some wildlife running around you. Like you guys said, you saw a deer. Dude, I was out back the first night standing out there and you guys were in here doing something. I don't remember. And those deer scared the crap out of me, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they must have jumped the fence like yesterday. Yeah. There was like six of them yesterday. I jumped the fence. Ugh. Damn. Yeah, Seth family. Got, he got really excited. I, what was I doing in here? I don't know. You were in here forever banging around on shit. I was setting the podcast <laughs> up. And I was, no, I was, uh, my suitcase, remember? Because I all my shit, I didn't want it to get um, wrinkly. Yes. He was very spastic about uh, the wrinkly clothes. I don't think I was spastic. He was spastic. That doesn't sound accurate. Oh my God. I have to get these up on hangers pronto. Can't have a wrinkle. You guys know I don't like wrinkly clothes. Mm-hmm. They just look sloppy. Nobody wants to see t- and talk to you with your sloppy, wrinkly khaki shorts. Are you wrinkly today? Yeah, khaki shorts. Were you checking? <laughs> I got a little wrinkle right there. That's just fine. A little one. Nothing that if it's, it's pretty humid. It's pretty moist outside. If you yeah. went out no. and stood, it'll probably just wrinkle right out. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> you can't tell me that you're talking to a guy and he's all wrinkly. You're like, oh, I'm going to take what this guy has to say seriously. Right. True. I mean, look at this wrinkly free shirt. Mm-hmm. Nice. I feel like that kind of shirt doesn't really wrinkle anyway, but but you did just iron it. Yeah, that is no one's business but mine. <laughs> you did just have your daily ironing sesh. I had to, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look sloppy. I'm well, sorry. I think appearance. You look. You feel how you look, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. if you yeah. look wrinkly and sloppy, you feel wrinkly and sloppy, and then it trickles over into the rest of your day. You got to be crisp. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because I could be in this wrinkly garment. Yeah, and I could be over at the kitchen. And I'd be like, man, I'm feeling good. No, I'm not. I'm not feeling good because I'm wrinkly. I should just eat some Doritos because you know what? My day isn't going to get any better. Yeah. Or I could be in a nice ironed outfit. I'm feeling good. My hair's done. I'm feeling myself a little bit. Like, I'm going <laughs> to eat an apple. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
How many apples did you guys eat today? One. One. Mm-hmm. One. Every day or like randomly? Every day. Oh, not. I, I eat more bananas, I think, mm. than apple. Like I probably eat a banana every day. Hmm. Um, but like maybe every other day I'll have an apple. Hmm. Yeah. I eat like three a day. Uh, crushing them apples. I do. I love apples. Like hmm. they're very good. No, that'd be too many for my bowels. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. One, one is good. It's, too a, much. it's a lot of fruit. <laughs> Does fruit give you the shits? I have too much of it. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Like what fruit specifically? Any of them. If I just oh, eat wow. a lot of it. Yeah. But a apple is fine. An apple. Mm-hmm. Is it an or a? An. Uh, I don't know. And those are like my favorite, like the Fujis or the um, the Fujis. The Fujis. Oh, wow. Or, uh, oh, what the fuck are they called? They're called like pink ladies. Pink ladies. Too sour for me. I like the like red the delicious. See, I like the sour. Red delicious. Ew, no. I'll even, I'll eat a green apple. Like, mm. yeah. don't, don't apple mm. shame me. I don't like red delicious. Don't know. apple shame me. Honey crisp. You were holding working class women down last episode and now oh you're trying God. to apple shame me and I will not stand for it. <laughs> I just think Red Delicious is the grossest of the apple family. Why? It's sweet. It's crispy. Uh, they're kind of like bitter. Uh, like the no. skin's bitter. I feel like they have it tough is. skin too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You don't like the Granny Smiths? No, way too sour. I don't like sour stuff. Sour Tart. and I do not mix well. Mm. I like sweet apples. You like bitter apples. They're not bitter. They're sweet. <laughs> bitter, Whatever. tough skin. I'm, I'm done with this. I'm upset. <laughs> Shiny I'm apples. <laughs> this is ridiculous. What have you been up to, buddy? What have you been doing lately? Talk to me. Uh, we've been here at the cabin. <laughs> okay, but before that, <laughs> nothing at all. Mm-mm. Really, you didn't Mm-mm. watch anything. No, I'm watching only murders in the building. That's like the only show I'm watching. Mm. How is it? It's good. New season two is out. So, did you get your uh, air conditioner fixed? Actually, it's fine now. So Everybody's been really worried about it. I don't know what that was about, but Are you gonna make it today? You look a little hungover. I'm a little hungover. This setup for me is weird because you're usually so close to me. Because mm-hmm. usually you're here and you're there. Yeah, we're all askew now. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I like it. Askew. <laughs> like I got to really look over there at you, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 There's also a smudge right here on my glasses that I can't really see your face. Oh, it drives me nuts. <laughs> but yeah, we partied a little last night, so we're a little mm-hmm. tired. It's okay. Hot tub evening. That's true. We listened to Jason Isbell. Mm-hmm. Some Sturgill Simpson. Yeah. Grilled out. You did, you did good work mm-hmm. on the chicken. Had a bunch of deer run through. Deer, yeah. It was scary. You were like, oh, my, that's what we were talking about. So I might put my clothes away. And we go out. I walk outside and he like rips my ass. Yeah. I was like, you missed it. He's like, what you are you doing it. in there? <laughs> there like, was, was a family of deer. <laughs> I, mean, I was putting my clothes away. And he was like, you just missed a whole bunch of deer. And I literally look over to the side of it. And they're all standing right there. I'm like, Seth, they're right here. I didn't miss anything. I can see the deer. I could probably catch Bandy. 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 Bambi. <laughs> the hell's Bandy? Bambi's twin yeah. brother or sister. I skanky could, sister. I could run up on Bandy with my knife, cut its little throat, and we could probably uh, gut it and air it out and cook it today. I'm trying to picture you running up and killing a deer with a knife. I would definitely have to have like the black... Um, You'd be running around with the hide on your head later. Oh my God. Dude. I would be like, just like mm. the people from Wrong Turn 2020. Yeah. That'd be me. Venable, Venable. That was that guy's name. He got right? the laugh. So Lil Josh. No, that's the old wrong turns. The new wrong turns. Oh, turn. There's only one turn. There's only one. Right, anyway, you're boring. What have you been up to? Anything? Um, just that Skinwalker Ranch show. Mm. I watched the fuck out of it. Like I binge watched all three seasons. It's mm-hmm. very good. You can talk about it now because we're not doing the Nope episode. So okay. we were like, no spoilers. But I'm yeah. probably not going to watch it. Didn't they cancel it? Um, no. no. That's why I was going to ask if it was still on or if it was done. 
Nope. I'm pretty sure they're going to come yeah. out with a fourth season. Oh. It's in Utah. It's called the Uinta Basin. And um, basically it's this, it's called Skinwalker Ranch. There's like a deep history of um, like Native Americans that lived there and they saw a lot of like shape-shifting weird type things happening. Mm. Skinwalkers. Um, but there's also like UFO sightings or UAP unidentified. Yeah, do not say UFO. Yeah, UAPs and um, is that a real thing or was that just in the movie? What? The UAP know. thing is that really like that's real? Like, it is. Yeah, okay. that's what they call it. It's an unidentified air something. They Plane. said it in the movie, and I can't remember what it was. I don't think they yeah. ever said what it meant. Phenomenon, did they? I think, Phenomenon. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot. Of, there's like radiation. Like in some parts of the ranch, there's um, like there's this big mesa and they're getting like all kinds of like weird readings from it. And really? Like they pull like a bunch of like material out to kind of try and see like what's inside the mesa. And it's like metal material that you could put like it's like what a plane or like a, a like a UFO would be. And it's just all of. like ground up. Oh. No, it's like in flakes. Oh, so they freaky. actually like sent off samples to like the University of Utah, and they yeah. like came back and said this is like one of the most like precious or like unseen rare, element, yeah. like rare elements on Earth. Really? Yeah. So I Skinwalker Ranch just made me sound. It made me think it was werewolves. Yeah. So like that's there's been sightings of something like that, mm. but then there's also like weird like malignant like demonic type stuff going on like they they have these like homesteads that are, have been like abandoned for years and years and years yeah and there's all like they think there could be wormholes like really? it's it's like all kinds of like weird phenomenons happening hmm. there mm-hmm. i may have to check it out i'll probably go try it's it. pretty cool and i mean each episode i think is like 35 minutes or so, oh, so now you you're can, speaking my language yeah you did trigger me a little bit though when you said malignant because mm. oh, you guys both did watch malignant horrible yes. fucking terrible movie <laughs> <laughs> i would have liked it more i think if they had a different cast i really do um I it was the cast huh it was the cast for it me. wasn't the um plot holes sizes that you could drive trucks through that's that what too. really bothered yeah. me i mean yeah but if they had a better cast it might not have been so bad i could have mm, accepted yeah. it more because i didn't like anybody in the cast <laughs> yeah nobody no Especially the main one. Was Especially just the main chick. That's the one that I couldn't stand the most. Like. Maddie. I didn't mind her as much as like those cops. The one cop just reminded me of um, Wanda Sykes. Her. Yes. Oh. But the, the male, guy, the yeah. guy cop, he reminded me of um, Chris Klein. Yeah, I could see mm. that. He was very blah. Yeah, he yeah, like, just wasn't exciting. Yeah. Well, I think they were supposed to be funny, but they weren't. Mm-mm. She kind of was, but he definitely was not. Mm-mm. No. Not one of... In my opinion, one of James Wan's best offerings. No, what are you gonna that's do? down at the bottom. Cool concept, definitely some crazy shit, but yeah, yeah, not, I agree. Not my favorite. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I also feel like they didn't advertise it correctly. Like I feel like they no. tricked you into thinking you were getting one thing, and then it was something else, which probably upset yeah. people. The trailer yeah. was totally not what it was. Was it not? Mm-mm. Seth. Josh. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> interesting. All right. Well, this is HMC 96 Insidious Chapter 2. We did an Insidious recap because on HMC 24, almost two years ago, we did the first Insidious. 
Um, I, we'll get to it with the ratings whenever we determine whether we like this one more than the first one or not. I'm willing to bet you guys could guess whether I like this one better than the first one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was I angry while we were watching it? Was I angry typing? No. No. Just, I felt like you were very like into it. Ooh. They seemed very aroused. So I assume. Well, yes. Naturally. You enjoyed so it. My laptop was sitting crooked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. He's like, don't look at my fucking notes. Yeah. Don't look at my notes, weirdos. <laughs> Stop looking at my notes. He had a folder up like. Yeah. Like yeah. he did in school. <laughs> Made a little like Ford over his stuff. <laughs> That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I think I actually, um, how do I want to say this? Patrick Wilson did not bother me in this one like he generally does. I don't know why he bothers you so much. You just don't like him? I don't know. Just someone that just bothers you? Uh, Yes, okay. sort of. Kind of like Tom Hanks. I can't do Tom Hanks mm. at all. I, ref- I won't even watch a movie with him in it. I like Tom Hanks. I do but, too. But like the burbs, like Tom mm-hmm. Hanks and like Big mm-hmm. and Forrest Gump. <laughs> One of Josh's all-time favorite Maybe, films. Um, Terrible movie. Castaway. Yeah, Castaway is good. Green Mile. <laughs> Basically naming all of his movies <laughs> off. Keep going. See what you got. Those are like my tops. Hmm. Top faves. I don't, like I actually got worried because he was in the beginning of 1883. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no, is Tom Hanks in this freaking show? Luckily, <laughs> he wasn't. But I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit worried. Yeah. Yeah. But. Have you seen the, El- the new Elvis movie? No. No. I guess he's in that. I think he's like the, his manager. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I've heard that that movie's pretty good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It looks good, either. but I haven't seen it. There's no way it's better than the Johnny Cash movie. Okay. I doubt it. Probably not. That's that. that nobody can beat that. It's a great movie. It Walking is. Phoenix does a fantastic job. If it were mm-hmm. more horror related, we could do it on here. Yeah. yeah. And Reese. Oh, I love Reese. Yeah, me too. She's one that has not aged whatsoever. No. no. Not At a vampire. All. Have you seen her daughter? She looks just like her. Really? Yes. What's she do? Uh, I think she might act maybe. I don't know. I'm going to check oh. this out. Yeah. Ava. Philippi. Oh, she's Ryan's daughter yeah. too. She looks just like Reese though. Like just like her. Somebody gave me shit the other day because on our um, Stranger Things episode, I did. I only... Uh, said that Maya Hawk was Ethan Hawk's daughter, and I didn't give Uma Thurman credit. Oh my God! Josh. How dare you? I know they were very, <laughs> very upset. They were like, "You do realize that's Uma Thurman's daughter?" Yes. Also, I favor Ethan Hawk yeah. out of the two. Yeah, I me like too. Uma Thurman, but eh. I can't think of one Uma Thurman movie that I enjoyed. Mm. I'm not like, a Kill Bill fan. Yeah, no, me neither. I did not like those at all. She was in that movie with Janine Garofalo, like. What the fuck was it? The Truth About Cats and Dogs? Oh, that is her. Yeah. I actually like that movie. I've never seen it. I liked her as Poison Ivy. Mm, That's a bad Batman movie. With Arnold. I just liked her in that. I thought she did good in that role, though. Hmm. But that's about it, though. Okay, I'll give you that. I I guess I didn't dislike her in that role. That's a bad movie. Oh, she was in um, Super Pumped or whatever with um, just Gordon Lovett. Um, mm-hmm. Where he was like the um, CEO of Uber. Oh, uh, I never saw that. It was that. a show on Apple TV, wasn't it? Yeah. I think that that's what that was called. I might have butchered that. But um, yeah, she's in that. And she does a pretty good job in that too. Mm. Well, for everybody out there that was upset, uh, I guess really just get over it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 
really uh, just move on. You can really just uh, get over it. Get right over it. <laughs> no. Get you a little step ladder and hop right on over. Off a cliff, preferably. Mm. Yeah. Off a cliff. All right, let's jump into the movie. Getting lit and talking shit, scary movie discussion. Our movie this episode is Insidious Chapter Two. Uh, I didn't pick this movie. I don't know why it says that. I think we all just decided to do this we because did. I didn't want to do Final Destination. So in a way, you did pick this. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> I um, did the Josh thing where you you said it best. Yeah, you the, did the we. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. we really want do to? Do we want to watch this? Is this really something we want to do? Yeah. Do we want to watch six Final Destination movies over the weekend, yeah. guys? Because you basically, basically said that, and you're like, well, what if we do Insidious? What do you guys think about that? <laughs> oh, I ordered the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm glad yeah. we did. I would have rather yeah. watched these. Me too. That honestly that. sounds just like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a control freak. I can't help it. I have to control all situations yeah. at most times. Mm-hmm. And when I cannot control the situation, it bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like it makes my body hurt. I you think know? you're not the only one. I think that's a very normal thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For Nobody narcissists. wants to be out of control. Yeah. I don't know. The Joker does. That's true. He thrives on being out of control. That's true. You know? Yeah. Do you think I'm a narcissist? No. Thank no, you. I don't think so. I just really no. needed to hear it. Because sometimes I'm laying in bed at night and I'm like... Oh, sociopath maybe narcissist you care about no. other people a narcissist is somebody who only cares about themselves right and mm. doesn't care about like anybody else's anything hmm. thank you from what i've like read on it mm-hmm. from you've looked it up have you because you're like i wonder if josh is a narcissist <laughs> so a sociopath <laughs> do you think i'm more of a sociopath no i was kidding oh yeah i just think i'm a kind-hearted caring man mm-hmm <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that was a nice, genuine response. I like that. Is she still going? Yeah. <laughs> just like the way you said just it. Repeating I'm a hand. kind-hearted, caring man. <laughs> the longer you laugh, the more it hurts. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. All right, our characters similar to Insidious Chapter One. We have Josh, played by Patrick Wilson. Again, I generally am not a Patrick Wilson fan. I don't mind him in The Conjuring, but I think you and I talked about this, mm-hmm. Seth. I feel like The Conjuring is more of a Vera Farmiga movie. Yeah. Mm. It's not a Patrick Wilson no, movie. No, but we like Patrick I Wilson. I love both of them, Yeah, though mm. I just think they're really good in those roles. I'm trying to pinpoint the exact moment I was like, I don't like this guy. It may have been Insidious. The first one? Maybe. Maybe. And it's funny because I feel like you would hate him more in this one for how he is. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I mean, he does a really good job in this one. Yeah. When he's taken over by... No, he does great. Yeah. He's, uh, the acting he does is excellent. Especially that scene with him and Carl. Yeah. With the dice and the... Yeah. yeah. And I just thought you could tell it wasn't him. Mm-hmm. Why don't you ask your dice? Yeah. The way he smiled and stuff <laughs> is creepy. Yeah. I Again, I was very impressed with Patrick yeah. Wilson in this role. Yeah. I don't like him in the Aquaman movie. Um, yeah, I didn't like him that much in that either. I don't know why I don't like him. I do know why I don't like him. Why? He is in a movie with Charlie Hunnam. Oh. And I think it's uh, it's where Charlie Hunnam's out on like the edge of a ledge of a building the entire movie. And he is a bad guy in that movie. Mm. I'd look it up, but the freaking internet at this cabin is so drastically slow that by the time I found it, we'll be done. Maybe, but you know what? I like to push the envelope because I'm a very progressive thinker. Mm-hmm. So, so let's see. Fuck. I think he plays like a villain role quite often too. Yeah, I think he does. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, that's going to be an all-day process. No, here's coming right up. Sons of Anarchy. Why don't you guys talk about Sons of Anarchy while I look this up? God. No. <laughs> why, I still don't understand why. You never even watched it. I don't know why you hate it so much. I don't hate it. Mm. It's just now an old, outdated show. It's not. It's very relevant. It's a decade old now. It's very relevant to what's going on in today's world. King Arthur, not it. No. Oh, I forgot he was in Crimson Peak. That movie sucked. He was? Yeah. Uh, you're never going to believe this. The movie is called The Ledge. Is it old? <laughs> it's from 2011. I don't remember that at all. Rated R, one hour and 41 minutes. It's Have a available. Dude standing on the ledge of a building. It's available on AMC Plus, and there's Patrick Wilson right there. He plays a bad guy. He's Joe Harris. Joe. And the whole movie really takes place on the ledge. Charlie Hunnam is on a ledge. I forget why he's on the ledge. Patrick Wilson is like the reason that Charlie Hunnam is out there and I hate him. A police officer looks to talk down a young man lured by his lover's husband to the ledge of a high rise where he has one hour to contemplate a fateful decision. So I think what happened is Charlie Hunnam was having an affair with Patrick Wilson's wife and Patrick Wilson has the wife tied up in a room across the street, across the other building. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think he's trying to make his wife watch Charlie Hunnam kill himself. Oh. So he makes him go out on that ledge and tells him if he doesn't jump, he's going to kill her. The her. Hmm. Was that Liv Tyler? Is she in that? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You know I'm a big Liv fan. <laughs> yes. Sounds like an awful movie. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that my laptop, my first one was named Liv? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've told you guys that? Yeah. Yep. Is that like a common story I tell on this? I've heard it a couple mm-hmm. times. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, right after <laughs> high school, I got a Dell laptop. It was great. I guess we're going to hear it again. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but that that is why I don't like Patrick Wilson. I distinctly remember that now. Mm. And ever since then, I'm like, I don't like this guy. It's because he was married to Liv. And he tried to kill You're her. Pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Now we and know. And Jack's telling. We found it. the root. I get it. Yeah. The pro- other problem I have is like Charlie Hunnam will always be Jack's teller to me. Yeah. It's weird to see him in other roles. It is. So like when I see him in other roles, I'm like, why is he being a little bitch? Like yeah. you're Jack's teller. Right. Walk over there and gut that guy. Put your fucking white Nikes on mm-hmm. and get it. And your baggy ass jeans <laughs> and your blue hoodie with the, the cut on top of it. I always thought that was cool. It always bugged me that he dressed like that, but everybody else was in like boots and. Well, he was like the up and comer, right? He was going to change the way. Are we back to the Sons of Anarchy crap again? (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. He hates it. Yeah, let's let's move on. All right, cool. Uh, (laughs) Renee, played by Rose Byrne. I love her. I think yes. she's great. Yeah, I like her too. Neighbors, like, dude, yeah. I, oh my God. I think that's my favorite role of hers. Is neighbors, so fucking funny. She's also really funny in um, it's a movie with Mark Wahlberg where they adopt. I think they adopt a, a child. Oh, I think I. The Perfect I, Family. Yes, mm-hmm. she's pretty good in that too. Yeah. Elise, played by Lynn Shay, she's in it a little bit. Seth, she had a really nice voiceover. You're a big fan of. No, we'll discuss that when we get to it. He's <laughs> <laughs> so angry so angry uh dalton played by ty simpkins which we found out is not the little kid from it chapter two because yeah. i was hell bent that it was mm-hmm. turns out it was yeah, you were the only one that was like obsessed with that i had to know i <laughs> we had were like know. i don't know who cares and then like i even just even looked it up and i argued with her i was like no you didn't do something right <laughs> she stormed out he was in yeah. sinister yeah it ended up that's what he was he's in. one yeah. of the kids in sinister yeah mm-hmm. don't remember that um and then Specs played by Lee Wanell who also wrote the movie. The movie is directed and written uh d- directed by James Wan, written by Lee Wanell. I wonder if this and we'll have to look when we do it Insidious 3 if this is the last one that James Wan did. Mm. 
Oh, he didn't do any more after this? I don't think he did these. Oh. Um, but I know that Patrick Wilson is directing the new one. It's like his directorial oh. debut. Oh. Or debut, depending on how you pronounce that. Debut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jess, you want to read the synopsis? The Lamberts believe that they have defeated the spirits and that have haunted their family, but they soon discover that evil is not beaten so easily. Gosh, you did a great job. Thank you. I mean, like, you really did a great job. Thanks. Much better than Seth. Fun facts with Seth, my ass. Suck my ass. No, thank you. (laughs) Scene one, opening scene, the Lambert's house, 1986. In 1986, uh, Lorraine Lambert summons demonologist Elise Rayner to help her son Josh, who is being followed by the spirit of an old woman. While attempting to confront the paranormal phenomena, wow, in the home, Elise's arm is inexplicably slashed by an unseen force. She insists that they must suppress Josh's Projection abilities for his own safety and erase his memory of these skills. 25 years later, Josh's wife, Renee Lambert, is under questioning about the death of Elise. Detective Sindal questions her hypnosis. She is warned that if Josh's fingerprints are found at the crime scene, he will be prosecuted for Elise's murder. He shows her the picture of Josh and questions the woman behind him in the picture. This is the picture we saw at the end of Insidious. I think Elise picks it up. Yeah. Um... Josh, Renee, and their children, Dalton and Foster, Dalton, Foster, and Callie relocate to Lorraine's house to um, live there because their house is under police investigation, whatever. The boys move into Dalton's room. His, or I'm sorry, the boys move into Josh's old room. While alone, Renee hears a piano playing but finds no one playing it, thinking it's actually the radio. Renee confronts Josh about the happenings still occurring. He argues with her and tells her he went into the further to save their son, and an evil entity followed him back, killing Elise. That's it. Let it go. So the beginning, I know you really want to talk about this. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going gonna, gonna to pass the ball right to you right out of the gate. We get this uh, 1986 flashback scene. Mm-hmm. Young Elise yep. with the young Josh. Talking like she's 70 years old. And she's talking. <laughs> and we're sitting here. And I'm like, this doesn't seem right. No. I think because the older actress that plays her has such a distinct voice. That's what the fun fact says. Yeah. I, th- I just feel like they would have a hard time finding somebody. Mm. But like, if she's supposed to be like that, the, like it wouldn't have bothered me if it was just that other girl's voice. Yeah. Same. Honestly, I didn't notice it really until it kept going on. So I don't know if maybe they made her talk too much. It just stood mm-hmm. out so much. I think because the voice sounds like an older lady and it's just like a young person. But the young girl looks so much like a young mm-hmm. Lynn yeah. Shea. I was like, wow, yeah. they really casted this well. And then yeah. like she was talking and they were doing the thing and I was like, wow, she sounds just like her. Mm-hmm. I felt like all the younger people like Josh's mom and Josh, they all looked like mm-hmm. really similar. Yeah. They did do a really good job. If you notice, they showed the back of her head a lot. They did. Yeah. They did. Which maybe they should have done more of that because I didn't realize it wasn't her talking until much later into that scene. I didn't like it. Because I think I looked over and I was like, is that a voiceover? And Seth's yeah. like, yeah, it's driving me fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> I ever knew that. I kind of thought maybe they just found somebody that had like, Mm-mm, but her. I was like, damn, she looks a lot like her yeah. though. Like how the fuck did they find somebody that could like talk like her too? Right. It just bothered me. I mean, maybe if you watch this movie, never seeing any of them or maybe mm-hmm. you wouldn't really notice. I don't know. I didn't uh, like it. I did like that right out of the gate, this movie does not have that weird blue tent that the first one has. Oh, yeah, you were pissed about that. It was just so hard Mm -hmm. to watch. Yeah. But yeah, this one does not. It just looks Mm -hmm. like... Like a James Wan movie. Yeah. Well, I think Saul had some weird filter on it as well. The first one I felt like was kind of blue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why he does that. 
Maybe it was a thing at the time. I don't know. Yeah, could be. Could Makes be. it more like dreary, eerie. Could, right away, you can tell that the Patrick Wilson got. So Josh is not him. Yeah, because like, he's acting so weird. Yeah. Right, Josh, the character's acting mm-hmm. weird, but like Patrick Wilson, his acting is like great. Yeah. Got this yeah. whole movie. Yeah. Especially once they start to realize that it's not Josh and the body that his body's been taken over mm-hmm. by what we find out later it is but you can kind of see him because he's trying to act like josh at the beginning yeah and as the movie progresses and people realize it's not him then you see him turn into this other entity but it's still the same actor Mm -hmm. which was really good i thought yeah could you imagine having to be renee in this scene and tell this detective that oh my husband didn't kill this woman it was some spirit yeah good luck Yeah. yeah good luck with that yeah. Good luck, Detective Sendall. I, I think just that's like his name. don't know how good of an idea it is to go stay at that house in Josh's room. Right. With all this going on. He's like, oh, you get to stay in my old room. I'm like, what the fuck? Where the thing <laughs> came out of the fucking closet in the 80s. Like, oh, let's just go in that room. Like, why aren't those kids like, what the fuck? I know. You would think his mom would have been like, this is, this is not a great idea. Let's put you up at the Marriott. Yeah. That just seems like a terrible <laughs> right. idea. Right. Especially since she knows what's happened there before. Yeah, but I guess the argument would be, and they talk about it. I think Josh talks about it. He's like, it doesn't matter what house we're in. It's not the house. That's true. It's yeah. Plus, she thinks that they wiped his memory of it anyway, right? So, mm-hmm. um, Did they, though? That's not till the end of this movie. But in the 80s, that's what they were trying to do. Remember? Oh. So she probably thinks it's okay, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That's when he was like, I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> Do you think that Dalton knew this entire time that that wasn't Josh? Because there's a scene where he's like laying them down to go to sleep and Dalton looks at him funny. I think he has like some kind of like inkling that something's up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's like in tune with all of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I think he like felt that something that idea. was off. Yeah. yeah. I kind of wish they would have played that aspect of it more because I feel like it would have been cool to see more movies with Dalton maybe as an older yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I, I haven't seen three or four. Maybe that's what they do. I really don't know. Because isn't Ty Simpkins in one of the later ones? Didn't we see that yes. when we were arguing over him yep. being in it? Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's in the last one, too. The last key or whatever. Okay, so maybe that's that's what they do. Um, grandfather clocks. Oh, my God. They need to turn that thing off. So loud mm-hmm. and creepy. Is it the same one from the first movie? Is it theirs that they've just brought with them? Or was that. No, a- I think there's one in each house. Right? Like, how many yeah. grandfather clocks can there be? Yeah, Why? what's wrong with these people? Do you think that's where Stranger <sighs> Things pulled this from? Was from... Oh, maybe. It's these possible. kind of movies? I'm sure. Maybe. Mm. I was kind of annoyed when Renee was running around the house and all this was going on. I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? No. Like, nobody else is hearing any of this. They Those were asleep. fucking baby toys, oh, man. <laughs> Kept going. Like, or the, like, what, whatever What do you call that are? thing? Bouncer? An extra saucer. Extra saucer. Yeah, that, yeah, she needed to throw that in the trash. <laughs> Yeah. Have we already, did we get to that scene where she hears the piano? Yes. Yeah. Cause it's the radio in this particular part. But yeah. So yeah. Renee, everybody else is asleep. Renee is, um, down. So I don't remember what she's doing, but she hears the piano playing. And then she walks in and thinks it's the radio. Then that extra saucer starts going off and mm-hmm. flashing lights and stuff. And we find out later what it is. And I think that it's really cool how they tied like, yeah, a, the happenings of the first movie and then what's going on here. Yeah. I wonder if they already had this written as a, I almost have to the way it tied together. Yeah. Cause the stuff they explain in this is mm-hmm. not explained in the first one. No. So like, mm-hmm. were they just going to leave that open? Maybe, maybe they were, I don't know. Be interesting I, I, I bet it was already written as a, um, 
a sequel, mm-hmm. possible. All right. Anything else about the opening scenes you guys want to talk about? No. No. All right. Scene two, Specs and Tucker arrive. Specs and Tucker, Elise's associates, visit Elise's house, finding her reading room is unlocked because the door opened and they discover a videotape of the 1986 investigation of young Josh at the Lambert's house. Clearly a spirit is guiding them through the house because you can see it's kind of like turning, opening doors, turning on lights, kind of guiding them where they, it wants them to go. Upon reviewing it, they find someone standing behind Josh in the video. Lorraine wakes up, checking on the boys, Dalton telling her there's someone behind her, causing her to search the house, seeing a woman in a white dress walk around, only to be confronted by Josh, uh, which he stops her from from investigating any further. Dalton tells Renee that he has been having bad dreams about a woman in a white dress, as well as hearing Josh talk about an unseen talk to an unseen figure. Josh interrupts their talk, telling her to relax and he'll take the boys to school today. Renee receives a call from the police stating that the fingerprints do not match Josh's at the crime scene. So we know that Josh is now not really being investigated for the crime any further because somehow his handprints were not on her neck, even though we see in the first one, it is him that chokes her. Uh, The woman in the white dress attacks Renee and Josh hears a voice urging him to kill his family. What did you guys think of this scene? Jess, what did you think of the Specs and Tucker scene when they arrive at... Uh, Elisa's? El- I almost said Elaine. Elisa's <laughs> house. I just love them. They're like one of my favorite parts about <laughs> these movies. I think they're fucking hilarious. And yeah. I like the way they interact. They're mm-hmm. definitely the comic relief. They're yeah. like the tension release or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Like yeah. it makes you like calm down a little bit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. You guys agree though that there is definitely a spirit guiding them through this house? Mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah because how sure. they just happened to stumble upon his tape from the 80s yeah and that door was never unlocked and right. all of a sudden they watch it like creak open like if that mm-hmm. downstairs door right now creaked mm-hmm. open it'd probably scare the sh- crap out of us yeah we'd leave <laughs> i don't know if we'd leave maybe we could find that mouse that keeps crapping everywhere but <laughs> dude but all this wallpaper in this these movies trigger me uh, so bad. Yeah. Well, they're all like Victorian houses, so they have all the wallpaper in them. Uh, it makes me like sick to my stomach thinking about ripping wallpaper out because I've had to rip so much of it out of our freaking house. I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, why are these people? But have like so much Josh's wallpaper? mom's house like gives me anxiety. There's like so many like doors and like mm-hmm. and I can't figure out where they're going in the house. <laughs> It kind yeah. of on like a smaller scale reminds me of my first house because yeah. we had those weird like because everything is so boxed in in mm-hmm. old houses yeah. versus now like old, most houses have open layouts. Mm-hmm. But that's what it kind of reminded me. Of. Remember our kitchen was just like boxed in and then you had the room yeah. on the side of it and then the little place to go down the step. I was just like kind of how mine is too. But I don't know. It just felt like I was like confused where yeah. they were in the house. Yeah. It's a big ass house too. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. It makes you wonder what she did to afford that big ass house. Right. She was a nurse. Maybe, yeah. I was going to say maybe she inherited it. Or we something. don't know anything about his dad. That's we? true. That's true. No, I'm just knows. over here judging people. If yeah. somebody has a nicer house than me, I automatically think that they're doing something shady. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, There's someone behind you. They have you. a side hustle. That's true. One of my favorite scenes in this movie is the woman in the white dress. This scene where she like walks around and oh, yeah. slaps the shit out of Renee. Slaps her that when it's singing though, when she's singing is really what like row, I was like. Uh, row, I really like <laughs> the scene with um, Josh's mom and the lady in white. Like, yeah, I, like, I thought that was like mm, really. Fucking and that's creepy. when Josh is very suspicious. Yeah, he's the one right behind the bathroom door. Right. Hmm. Like what the fuck? That's true. I didn't yeah. think about that. You have to admit that this Callie, this baby has got to be traumatized. I know. know. Poor Callie. I guess the good thing is she's little and probably will not remember. Because she slapped her, didn't she? 
The baby? Yeah, I thought she slapped the baby. Oh, I don't think so. I think it was just like a sound effect or whatever. Like, okay. I don't think she actually did it. Because, yeah, like she slammed the door and you hear like a slap. You hear a slap noise. But I, th- oh. I think it was just her like, you know, acting that out. Like, I don't think they actually. Because she said oh. that, don't you dare. Don't you dare. To oh. the baby. And then she said it again to Renee. Maybe she did. And to Parker in the flashback scene. That's when you see her actually. She might have slapped the baby. I mean, not for real, but I mean, not for real, obviously, but in the movie, I think she did. I'm sorry, but if I am making a film and there is a scene where a baby is getting slapped, I'm having somebody slap the shit out of that baby. I would bitch slap that lady. The baby. white. Not the baby. (laughs) No. (laughs) You want to hit the baby. Not the baby. Why do you want to hit the baby? Like, let's let's dive into that. I don't want to hit any baby. You want to hit the baby. I don't want to hit babies. Sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Abby and I'll be out sometimes and there'll be like a baby crying and I'm like, oh, I don't ever want to do that again. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-uh. Don't you I, dare. I'm not a fan of that either. Don't you dare. Don't Slap. You dare. All right. Anything else on that? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Stupid fucking toy again and the clock. Yeah. God. It all makes sense here. It does now, but yeah. All right. Scene three, Elise is here to help. Lorraine visits Specs and Tucker who show Lorraine the tape and hands it to reveal that there is an adult Josh standing behind the young Josh in the tape from 1986. They contact Elise's former colleague, Carl. Lorraine talks to him uh, talks him into contacting Elise's spirit. Specs and Tucker begin to doubt him as he continues to roll these dice, making no contact. Eventually, Elise begins to spell letters with the dice, stating that a woman killed her. They are told to find Anne answers at an abandoned hospital where Lorraine used to work as a doctor. Meanwhile, Josh finds Renee unconscious on the floor, awkwardly smelling her. It was really weird. That at was the, really awkward. At the hospital, Lorraine recounts the story of a patient named Parker Crane who was admitted for trying to castrate himself. 25 years ago, Josh visited the hospital and was attacked by Parker. She saw Parker in an elevator. She being Lorraine saw Parker in an elevator and she like, they got out at the same time. She walks up to this nurse's station and asks another nurse why he's out of bed. And the nurse explains that he actually killed himself the day before jumping off of the building. We cut to Josh, whose teeth are now falling out, his skin is deteriorating, and he hears voices telling him the only way to stay young is to kill his family. He calls the voice Mother. Mother. Wow. Did you guys get major um, Amityville vibes from this Josh scenes where he's talking to the voices in his head and they're telling him to yeah. kill his family? Yeah. Not quite as like dark. <coughs> Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can see that. Catch him. Kill him. Catch, Catch him. Kill him. Catch Lorraine him. got all moist when Carl showed up. Yeah. She's like, ooh, hey. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. They she's definitely like, have a past. She's like, you don't look any different or yeah. whatever. She's like, mm. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Daddy Carl. She definitely is into Carl. But I mean, oh, he yeah. did save her son's life. So like, wouldn't yeah. you True. have like a soft spot in your teat for mm-hmm. that man? I would. <laughs> your teat. He wasn't a great looking guy. No. No. So. I feel like Josh's mom is kind of hot though. Like I feel like she probably, I don't, I'm not buying that she went this whole time without ever, you know, I just think of her being the crazy fucking mom in black swan. Oh yeah. That is her. Is that her? That's her. Yeah. I don't like her either. Yeah. But all I, of a sudden but she's but not she hot. Was very warm and nice. Like I feel like in, in this role, she also has a very distinct way that she talks. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the actress that played the young, her did it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, she's the mom in The Killing, too. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. Like the mom da- of the, the da- daughter that died? The, that got locked in the trunk. Really? Yeah. Fuck, I didn't know that either. Yeah. I thought that lady was blonde. Was she blonde in that? Mm-mm. 
Nope, she had dark hair. Interesting. It's like something with her mouth. I don't know how to. Yeah. That makes it. I know. think she kind of yeah. talks like out of the side a yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. She talks to a side. Like she's a side mouth talker. I think she's a good actress though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did good. I, I did like the interaction with her and Carl. It was just kind of like, oh boy, where's this going, Carl? Yeah. Big daddy Carl coming in with the <laughs> dice. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey girl, I'll give you my digits. And he rolls the dice. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the Josh-smelling Renee scene. It was weird. Why do you think he did that? Well, later in the movie, remember when she shuts his hand in the door and he's like, it's been so long since I felt pain. So yes. maybe it was just to smell someone? Oh, maybe? that's right. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a spirit and they haven't yeah. smelled or, t- or ha- felt pain or anything like that. So I'm guessing that's what it was. It was just weird. That yeah. could be. Dude, James Wan loves some abandoned-ass hospitals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you realistically think that there are all of these abandoned hospitals somewhere and they just happen to have all these old ass wheelchairs and mm-hmm. baby cri- oh horse shit you i really- follow like an abandoned thing on instagram and they go and look in those old buildings and, and there is they like have shit those. yeah mm-hmm. like equipment that's just left behind and okay i just found it hilarious because we had just watched malignant the night before yeah i'm about to lose a tooth you see that yeah. thing going the wicker like- wheelchairs yeah wickers <laughs> What didn't I say to you guys? I'm like, do you guys think he just saved footage from Insidious 2 and used it in Malignant? Maybe. <laughs> like it was the same freaking yeah. thing. But if you yeah. think about it, if a hospital closes, like they say they run out of money or something, what are they going to do with all the stuff inside? They're just going to leave it there. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's old. It's just like I like seeing the like old abandoned theme parks. Mm-hmm. Like those are I really love watching creepy. those. Yeah. Or malls. Mm-hmm. Like, and all the stuff's still there. They yeah. just leave it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I guess I'm wrong. I'm the only one that thinks it's weird, but that's fine. Speaking, of, speaking of your tooth, that scene was gross. Oh, like yeah. the noise it made, that like little click when he pulled it out. Crunch it was bit. gross, but I like that they show that he's like deteriorating. Mm-hmm. Like the spirit being in his body is killing him. Yeah. yeah it's creepy yeah. how it's like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not mm-hmm. ready to go. <laughs> it makes me wonder like once the spirit is out of it, like your body doesn't like you can't grow a new tooth nah he's no. gonna have to get a partial yeah <laughs> have to get a falsy or he's gonna have to get a veneer yeah. he can do what i'm gonna do and get them all pulled and do the little wayne thing yeah yeah gold teeth mm-hmm. mama can't picture patrick wilson with the gold teeth though <laughs> why'd you just say mama the baby mama. that they step out in the hospital uh, goes, mama. Yeah. i thought i was like well, wouldn't did little wayne ever say mama, mama. like that that's uh, weird. I like the scene also when she gets in the elevator because I knew, like, I'm sure you guys did too, but when she gets in the elevator, it's obviously Parker Crane and right. the yeah mm-hmm. and the thing, which is the man that was in the hospital that castrated, tried to castrate himself, and and screamed at Dalton, grabs Dalton, <laughs> yeah, it's so creepy. Um, yeah, you got weird. all bitchy about because he was touching stuff when he was told not to touch anything. Mm-hmm. She, so oh, she, he's just touching everything. Lorraine brings <laughs> young, young Josh, and they didn't touch Dalton. He touched Josh. He really bring young Josh in there, and the first thing Lorraine says to him is, "Do not touch anything." And he's over there touching medical equipment. He's touching the thing on yeah. the wall. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. It's a, I'm, I'm a That's dad. That's a normal ass kid thing, though. But he got screamed at. Remember that time you he wanted did. to slap mm. a baby? I never did. I never did. <laughs> I never did. Yeah, but Parker grabbed his ass and got up on him. Get up mm-hmm. on it. All right, scene four. Let's visit the crane home. 
Renee wakes up freaking out, telling Josh that they have to leave. He tells her they can't leave because it's not the house, it's a spirit. He's been dead before. He knows these things, Renee. Damn it. You just have to ignore the spirits and they'll go away. Suddenly, they hear the piano playing again. Going to investigate, they find no one at the piano once again. Renee plays the song that she's been hearing, which is the song she wrote for Josh, but miraculously, he does not know the song. The group go to the Crane family home where they encounter a little girl who tells them she sees them. She'll make her, if she sees them, she will make him or her kill them. Cut to Dalton being awoken by a spirit hiding in his closet, which are the kids that Parker had killed. (gasps) Dalton realizes he is in the further and the kids want his body. He jumps back into his body and is woken up by Renee. We get a cut of Josh in the further at the piano screaming revealing he has been the one in the house making all the noises trying to make contact with the real world (gasps) i loved that that was a good little twist dude i like that a lot yeah Yeah. because then you're like oh and i also like how they don't take 50 minutes to explain it they just show you he's sitting at the piano screaming playing the piano yeah it was like what a two second thing that's all you need two seconds is all you need right you know um I was a little annoyed because I felt like Renee should have realized by now that Josh is possessed. It's pretty evident. I kind of feel like she knows, but she's not like, like maybe not sure. Or maybe she just feels like he's like on edge because of everything. I don't know, but because even in the cop interview, she seemed kind of like unsure about it. Well, it's creepy that he keeps playing with the kids and stuff. That's what I, and didn't she leave the kids with him? Yeah. Yeah. She's like watching him out the window and he's like chasing him around. And I'm like, <gasps> yeah. It's so fucking scary. I thought it was really weird that she wasn't like, because I feel like she's suspicious though. Cause as soon as Lorraine tells her, she doesn't like argue. She's like, okay. Yeah. And they leave. Right. Okay. I just thought it was a little weird. Jeesh. You don't have to yell Seth. What was weird was all those creepy ass rocking horses in Parker's bedroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Why weird. So many? I know. Why was there 10 of them? He liked to try them. All <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he had one for each identity that he had to become. If she sees you, she'll make me kill you. Oh, that's creepy. And you just see it like the little girl sitting on the bed. Just her head turns like you see the side of it. It's creepy. I also, maybe one of my other favorite scenes, Lady in the White Dress is definitely one of my favorite scenes, but the scene where all the kids come out of the closet. Oh, yeah. yeah. When Dalton's Mm -hmm. has the string and it's being pulled out. I was like, oh, these creepy ass kids. Yeah. Also, another Specs and Tucker scene, though, is when when they do see the girl and how like slow they back out of the room. (laughs) They're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. We got to get out of here. Uh, we gotta go <laughs> but yeah i love how they f- bring this full circle and you see that josh is the one playing the piano in the further because yeah. he can't get back he's trying to like make contact with them so he's the one doing the extra saucer the piano the radio I, is he doing the clock too i don't know how he would make the clock go off sure. i don't think so but again like i think he's such a good actor because you feel so fucking bad for him when you see him like screaming mm-hmm, and they're like right. jesus help me yeah <laughs> although i wonder how he knew they were at Lorraine's house. Mm, maybe because that was like he had all of that stuff happen when he was a kid and mm, that's where he ended yeah, up or could something. Be. Okay. I'll buy it, I guess. I'll buy it. How much time do you think has elapsed since like the end of the first movie to where we are now in this movie? Like a couple days? Yes. Okay. Probably. I really don't know though. It's interesting too in the further how because we find out which maybe it's in this scene. There's not like a McDonald's in the further, so yeah, it can't be that long. <laughs> All right, um, I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. I'll wait. <laughs> I don't get your McDonald's <laughs> reference. 
Well, what's Josh going to eat in the further? So that's why I'm wondering if it's only been a few days. Uh, I don't think your body has to eat in the further to stay alive. I don't know. It says he's getting weaker. Maybe it's because his body's been taken over. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Scene five. Look out. At the crane house, Carl and Lorraine are attacked by the spirit, realizing they are not communicating with Elise, but actually with Parker Crane's mother. The group find a secret room inside the house. They discover numerous corpses, a black wedding gown, and newspaper clippings revealing Parker to be the killer referred to as the Bride in Black, who kidnapped and murdered young women while dressed as a woman himself. Lorraine insists that they all get away from Josh, taking Renee and... Um, Callie, away while Dalton and Foster are at a friend's house. She explains to Renee that Josh is possessed by the bride in black. Carl, Specs, and Tucker arrive to drug Josh, um, and they end up like arguing over what their code word is going to be, which I thought was hilarious. Carl goes in first, talking to Josh about what happened to Elise. Josh realizes while Carl is there and drops the act, talking as Parker Crane. Carl yells, quesadilla, which is the code word, triggering Specs and Tucker to come running inside. However, Josh somehow overpowers all three of them, which was very frustrating. Carl awakens in the spirit realm of the further, where he meets the spirits of the real Josh, and they search for Elise. It is revealed that time moves non-chronologically in the further, and we see that some of the random events from the first movie were actually Josh trying to communicate with himself. Elise finds Josh saving him from being attacked by the spirit. Huh. Imagine the smell in this room mm. with the pews. Do you think mm. all of these kids are still in that house? That's Those are actual dead bodies in that house still? Yeah. yeah that's how I took it. Yeah. I mean, they lifted like the sheet, the sheet up yeah. and almost fucking pukes. But the, that happened when Josh was a kid. Now he's like in his 30s. Like, so all these dead bodies have just been in this house for that long? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I thought Unless the entire time that Carl was not communicating with Elise. I was like, there's no way. It seemed too Elise. easy. Yeah. 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 Another great scene I liked was the kids under the blanket. Mm. So I don't know which one's going to be my favorite. There's three that I really like. That is a creepy. I see they're like walking around and you see like the faces mm -hmm. under it and you're yeah. like, what is going on? Yeah. I really like this scene though, where we see that it's Josh from the first movie, like banging on the door and all that yeah. stuff. And I forgot how creepy that fucking guy looks. The one that tries to take the baby in the first one. Yeah. When he's like in the window and sees Josh. Yes. Like, God. Yeah. Fucking creepy mm. dude. I like that tie together. That mm -hmm. was cool. Yeah, it's cool because they never, and that's what I was talking about. I wonder if this was written as like the first movie and the second movie were mm. already written because I don't see how they could have just come up with that. Right. And I, not answered it in the first one. I bet it was. I remember the very first time I saw this, I was like mind blown. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Dude, it's good. This is like, this ties together perfectly. Because if you hadn't seen the first one, I don't know if this would make any sense. Probably You'd be not. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, no. You would have to watch them. They're like one, in my opinion, just one long ass movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'd have to watch them that way, I would think, because there's so much you wouldn't know if you hadn't seen the first one. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. I did think this scene between Carl and Elise was a little corny. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the music that was playing, it was like, this feels out of place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I did love how she was, um, like, with the door. She's like, oh, that's what that was about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. So that was a little corny, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just it was a little laugh. It was a little corny. It was a lot. It was a lot of corny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't like those little scenes. But it was nice to see her back, though. It was. Yeah. It was a nice reunion. Yeah. Lynn Shea. Yeah. 
Lynn Shay. Anything else about that before we hop into scene six? Mm-mm. Scene six. Maybe we're asking the wrong Josh. Elise tells Josh he has to pull Parker out of her out of his body with memories. Josh is able to communicate with himself as a child, which we saw in the video Specs and Tucker found earlier in the movie. He tells adult Josh where to find the crane house in the further. In the real world, the possessed Josh ambushes ambushes Lorraine and Renee, locking Lorraine in a closet and hitting Renee with a pot. Possessed Josh begins to strangle Renee just as Dalton and Foster arrive home, attacking Josh with a baseball bat. Renee and the children lock themselves in the basement as Josh hits the door, screaming. In the further, Josh and the others find Parker's house. They witness Parker's mother, Michelle, the woman in the white dress from earlier in the movie, abusing him and forcing him to act like a little girl, calling him Marilyn. Back at the house, Dalton voluntarily enters the further to help his father, forcing himself to fall asleep. Possessed Josh breaks into the basement, attacking Renee and Specs, wakes up freeing Lorraine from the closet. Do you think she was calling him Marilyn after Marilyn Monroe? No um, idea. Maybe. Your name is Marilyn. My name is Marilyn. That's creepy. That's a creepy fucking scene, too. Oh, poor little boy. I know. That mom is so mean. But you're like, oh my God. So this is what it was about? Yeah. So Parker Crane is um, dressing up as a girl. Because Involuntarily. His, yes. His mother's yeah. forcing him to dress up like a girl, which then trickled into his adult life where mm. he is dressing up as the, bri- the black, bride. black bride. The black bride to kill little girls yeah. yeah so he must have some kind of trauma trauma obviously yeah it's crazy to me that stuff like this happens yeah yeah and that would have been like i'm guessing it was like the 30s or 40s mm-hmm. when he was a kid mm-hmm. the parker guy so like how would anyone really know that that was going on didn't we just watch a movie where something very similar was happening where the mom was forcing the son to do something he didn't want to do and that triggered him into doing things later am i making this up i don't know but josh is looking pretty fucking rough at this point that's i have yeah. a note i have a note about it like and it's like instantly it's like he's way worse yeah he just looks gross like when he, they're like he's taking a nap or whatever and he's laying in bed and he looks almost completely like white yeah like mm-hmm. he's all pale and bags under his eyes yeah I really like the scene also where they show Parker dressing up as the, is it the black bride? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I think put, so. Like, put in his face on and stuff. Oh, the white Lipstick. makeup and yeah. 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 The, the bride in black. Yeah. Where so he's like creepy. putting on, it's like that Pennywise makeup. And yeah. yeah. Because honestly in the first one, you would not know that was a man. Mm-mm. No. Just look like a creepy old woman. That was a crazy twist too. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Cause I was like, you, we were sitting there and I, I think I looked at you and I was like, isn't that a man? Like, cause yeah. at the mm. beginning of this and Seth's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You guys were talking. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how realistic it is though, that Dalton can just lay down and fall asleep. I did. With question all this that. fucking noise going on. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But it was a little unrealistic. Mm. And I like one of you made a comment while we were watching this scene, like all this stuff's happening to Josh's actual body. Right. So like, isn't he gonna be all fucked up when he returns into it? Right. Like, They're like smashing his hand in the door. Yeah. I'm like, poor Josh. He's gonna be so fucked up after yeah. this. That's what I thought. Because how can he, it's like that's, that's his actual body. Right. So it's gonna be fucked up. Yeah. He's mm. just he's just gonna have to have some repairs done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to go to the doctor. <laughs> all right. 
Scene seven. Please let me in. It will set you free. Possessed Josh grabs a hammer about to kill sleeping Dalton so that he can't help his dad get back from the further. We cut to the further and Elise saves the real Josh and appears to destroy Michelle's spirit. That's Parker Crane's mother, which stops the possessed Josh from murdering his family in the real world. Elise sends the real Josh and Carl out to find their way back to their bodies. While wandering, they find Dalton who had tied a string to himself so that he could find his way back to his body. Carl and Josh escape and Dalton leads them back to the living world allowing Josh to finally regain control of his beat up ass body. The Lambert family are finally reunited with Josh and Dalton once again having their memories suppressed by Carl. Sometime later Specs and Tucker arrive at the house of a family whose daughter Allison is in an unexplained coma. Unknown to them Elise's spirit passes between them going to Allison's room. She gasps as she sees something in the corner of the room. Oh my god. The end. Okay Jess. So yes. you're married. You have three kids with this Josh guy. Not not this Josh guy. Yeah, right. hot that Josh. Josh yeah. Hot, right. hot, hot Patrick Wilson Josh. Yes. Uh, all this shit has happened. Now he's back in his body for the second time. Are you going to be able to look at this guy the same? No. But that's one of my favorite scenes because I love that um, Like she figures out it's him because he's like, I played your song. Mm. I'm like, oh. You got sad, a little weepy? Oh. I got teary. Yeah. But she told the bad Josh, the possessed Josh, that that was the song. So how do we not know? That Parker Crane wasn't like, I played your song, baby. But he didn't really even acknowledge it. Like, he was mm. just like, that's not what we're talking about right now. That's basically. not what's important like, right yeah. now. Because <clears throat> yeah. remember, she makes a comment about looking into his eyes mm-hmm. earlier that it wasn't him. And then at the end, she's like staring at him for like a minute yeah. before yeah. she like comes over to him. So maybe that's yeah. supposed to be like her. I also feel like the kids were really weird around him when at the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie. Because yeah. I, like I said, I think Dalton knew that it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And then th- they like jump on him. It seems like he's probably kind of like a medium. Like he can pick up on that mm. type of stuff. Mm. Dalton. Yeah. Badass Dalton. Yeah. It's Marilyn. I think that'd be tough for me, dude. I'd be like, every time, like, if, like, she got up and, or if he got up, like, in the middle of the night or something, I'd be like, I don't know. What's this dude? That middle kid has it easy. I feel like he doesn't get fucked with much. No. Foster. He, he just, just yeah. sleeps through everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also have another question. So they, Carl suppresses Josh's and Dalton's memories of the further like they did to josh when he was a kid Mm -hmm. however foster the younger the middle child yeah he was being attacked by josh so he knows all this happened so why would he have not why would they have i don't know so he's just going to go on the rest of his life having trauma from this and the other two are going to be like we have no idea what you're talking about foster yeah yeah I mean, the whole family's going to be fucked up. Yeah. That that <laughs> baby is... Hopefully the baby forgot all of it. They're going to have to get some, thera- some family yeah. therapy. Uh, what do you think Elise saw in the corner at the end of the sh- at the end of the movie that made her gasp? I already know because it's in the fun facts, but... Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I did not know prior to reading that. Well, gosh darn it. That is a fantastic <laughs> transition into fun facts with Seth. Fun, fun facts, facts with Seth. Ooh. Ooh. If you haven't noticed, he likes to go deep in his singing now. <laughs> yeah. It became a thing last night for some reason. That's how I like to have <laughs> sex, too. Very deep. At around 25 minutes, <laughs> when Specs and Tucker analyze the footage of young Josh, the Panasonic VCR logo has been worn away in places so that it reads panic instead. <gasps> what? I noticed That's that. Cool. I had a note. 
A majority of the film was shot inside the Linda Vista Community Hospital, which also doubles as the abandoned hospital that the characters visit. Damn it, I thought you were going to say it was in Malignant. No. Fuck. The UK trailer shows footage of Lindsay Seam's actual voice without the Lynn Shea overdub. Ooh. I kind of want to look that up, see what yeah. she sounded like. Yeah. Must have been bad if they had to overdub it. Yeah. When Lorraine wakes up in her room, just before she goes to check on the two boys, the old horror movie playing on the TV is Carnival of Souls from 1962. Insidious Ooh. not only shares similarities with the film as the plot also features the main character stalked by a ghoul, but it heavily influenced several notable horror directors, including James Wan. Why did you pronounce girl so weirdly? It sounded like you said ghoul. It is ghoul. I know, I was kidding. Stupid ass. <laughs> In the beginning of Insidious Chapter 2, Lindsay Seam, is that right? Seam? Seam? Sure. Portrays yeah. a younger version of Elise Rainier. Lynn Shea's character uh, is in the Insidious films because Lynn has such a distinct voice she was dubbed over for Lindsay's. You don't hear Lindsay's voice at all in the movie. It's a little weird. I don't know that it was the best choice. Yeah, I don't know if I like that either. Mm. Uh, this one's kind of long. So during the last scene of the film, as Specs and Tucker arrive at the door of a family seeming dist- in distress, a little girl sees Elise in her ghost form. As Specs and Tucker explain to the parents who they are, Elise goes inside the house and approaches the girl who is in the apparent coma and begins to speak to her. Mm. She then hears sort of a rusty crackling noise and when looking behind the girl sees something horrible and gasps. The noise that she hears is that of the lipstick face demon from the first movie uh, moving his claws. Really? For a long time before the third chapter was announced to be a prequel, fans who understood this were excited to see the return of said entity of the further making a return for the third film. So he is not in the third film. I'm guessing not, since it's a prequel. Ah, uh, I would like to see a Specs, Tucker, and Ghost, Elise. That would be cool. Yeah. Movie. Is she alive still, Lynch? She's alive, yeah? I'm pretty sure. I don't sure. think she's that old. She yeah. was just in a movie with um, Tobin Bell of oh, Jigsaw. Okay. Yeah, it was on Shutter. It was terrible. This one is for Jessica. As the first film was inspired by Poltergeist, 1982, this film also shares some similarities with Poltergeist 2, The Other Side. In both movies, uh, the father of the family becomes possessed by the evil spirit of an elderly madman. That's Didn't cool. know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when Lorraine. I know when I can come back. Why'd you leave? So it was for Jess. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I throw them in there for you, too, sometimes. Because you're not a big Poltergeist Actually, fan. this one's for you. I thought you were about to be like, what's because you're a bitch, Josh? <laughs> When Lorraine has the hospital flashbacks of Parker Crane, it's the same hospital used in Halloween 2. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Remember we realized we're not fist bump friends? Oh, this is, well, yeah. Garrett, this is the last one. Garrett Ryan, the actor who plays young Josh, is in another movie where he senses his future older self. The other film is Oculus. Uh, You like Oculus? I did at the I time, think. but I've only seen it that one time. It's, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. I feel like I thought it was pretty cool, like the concept of it. Mike, I love Mike Flanagan. I think Mike Flanagan is one of the greatest horror directors. I think he may go down as maybe not the greatest. I don't think that's true. But that movie sucks, Mike Flanagan. Who's the main actress in that? It's a red-haired chick. Um, it's the one with the mirrors, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that being bad. Oh, I'm going to have to watch it again. Yeah. so bad. I think I only saw it once back then. I like remember liking it. Yeah. That's going to drive me crazy that I can't think of her name. I don't know. Mm. You want Drake? No, thank you. What if you were just like, go, 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 go. I'm going to have some liquor. What are, you, what are you doing over there, man? 
Was that it? Yeah, that was it. Oh, I said this was the last one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Jesus, sorry. Jesus, you were throwing Ooh. that little hissy fit. What are you doing over there? I was like watching him too. I'm like, man, he must like really be into this one. Oh, no, <laughs> I was making some notes. All right, that concludes Fun Facts with Seth. <gasps> Let's do some HMC favors. Jess, your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? Um, I really liked the Parker Crane like reveal scene, finding out that mm. it's actually a boy, a, a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought that was fucked up, but also like, whoa, what a fucking plot twist. And yeah. I really loved the, I already said it, but like the end scene when Josh finally is like himself again and he tells Renee, well, I played your song, you know, and it's just very, I like, I like that like wrap up. Yeah. If I ever get sucked into the further, you guys will know it's me because I will play the HMC theme song. Okay. okay. Dun, like this we'll start with I won't be able to do we'll the know, sense, like, but I'll have to do the piano part that's oh we'd have to make we'll sure we're in a house with a piano yeah. so but, that limits it to my house but then we're gonna be like how the <laughs> fuck are we gonna get yeah. to him mm. we're gonna need an Elise yeah we'll have to find Elise surely mm. there's one in Springfield <laughs> yeah we'll just look in the phone book yeah. I went to school with an Elise I don't think she's a medium or anything but I know one there's gotta be a medium section we'll in the call yellow a bunch pages of Elises. yeah let's call them all speaking of what was your favorite scene or scenes from the movie big guy uh, I liked it when we figured out it was Josh doing all those things in the first movie like banging on the door and all that um, I thought that was cool yeah. I also really liked the Marilyn mm. Parker scene where we find out like what really happened yeah mm-hmm. it was fucked up but it was like oh my god okay yeah Wow. <laughs> wow. It was definitely hard to watch, but I, uh, I already said mine. Basically, it's the woman in white, that scene where Renee is like, <laughs> you all right? Yeah, why? Oh, you <laughs> thought you were having a stroke. Okay. <laughs> the woman in white <laughs> scene, uh, and then I really like the... Uh, the Parker Crane scene where you have all the dead bodies and they're they're going through they're going through. I cannot with you right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Jess, what's your favorite kill? Um, fuck, I don't know. I didn't pick one. Was there a kill? I don't. Elise. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was kind already of, dead. Yeah, right. like, Skip it. Thing you yeah. like most about the movie? Um, I th- I just love the cast. I think the cast is really great. Um, any of the, I, I this is kind of like goes back to scenes, but I said any of the Tucker. And yeah. spec scenes I really liked. Um, the score. The score's great. Yes. I you think missed, it makes it. You missed the best violins of the end credits. I know. I, I don't know where you, you went, but it was like, we got really intense. <laughs> you both were like, whoa. We were scared. Yeah. I peed a little bit. I I'm peeing those, right now. I love those violins. Uh, you. I like how it tied everything together to the first movie. Mm. I thought that I forgot that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's pretty cool how they did that. My favorite thing is the storyline and mm-hmm. how it's, it's, they again tie everything together, but, I think it's just brilliant the way that Lee Wanell wrote this story. Yeah. I wonder if it was one long story and then they just split it into two movies. I or don't something. see how it wasn't. Yeah. I really don't see how <laughs> it was. I tell you, you looked at me and your eyes were dead. Oh. <laughs> like, I, they were just both floaters. It was. I was like, "Are you okay?" Like I'm Time worried. to float. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe I'm Time a spirit. To float. <laughs> 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 Oh, uh, Jess, thing you did not like about the movie? Uh, that fucking sedative scene. Like, mm. basically, when Carl comes in and they try and, like, oh, tackle yeah. Josh, but they all fall on top of each other and shit. I don't know. That just bugged me. Um, and then maybe a little bit long. Mm. It's a little bit of a... It's a little too long. It's a little lengthy. I think they could have shortened it a tad. I agree with both those statements. Those are both mine. A little too long. And uh, that scene is just goofy and dumb and doesn't make any sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, I don't know that Dalton can just fall asleep like that. No, that no. was pretty unrealistic. Like, hey, mommy, I will just fall asleep right now. <laughs> right? Yes, literally, it was like two seconds. <laughs> Into a deep snore. Meanwhile, Josh is like banging on the wall behind him and shit. It's yeah, like, you okay. got fucking, you got the shining going on back here. You got freaking. Yeah, fucking uh, Renee screaming. Like, yeah. Jack Nicholson's trying to bang through the wall over here. And dude, the other night we were watching Malignant and I fell asleep watching Malignant and got up and brushed my teeth and couldn't fall asleep for another hour. So you're telling me this little kid can just go sit down in the nook? Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to go to sleep, mommy. <laughs> to yeah. I'm it wasn't go. a nook. Whoa, dude. She's she wasn't funny. disputing the nook. It wasn't a nook. It was a fucking nook. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even drinking. Well, I am. You are. I, I had to get the a gigs. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> God, let's not start that yet. Uh, Jess, will you watch it again? Yes, I would. Seth? Yes, even though you skipped my what I didn't like about the movie. What, what do you not like about the movie? I'm sorry. I didn't like the voiceover, which we already talked about. Yes. I don't like those corny Elise Carl scenes or mm. when she was like, oh, they were. That was. It just was so out of place. It was like, what? Yeah. I didn't mean to skip you. I'm sorry. You didn't do yours either. I did. I, I She said mine, oh, so it's, okay. I just forgot. I'm sorry. But yes, I'd watch it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please don't, don't be mad at me. I'll think about it. Okay, great. Let's do Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get zeros because they suck, like the platform. Some movies get fives because they're great, like It Chapter 2. At the end, we will average it out and give you the average Stabby's rating for the horror movie crew. We are where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. Wow. If I died, do you guys think you could spit all that out like that? Probably not. We would just snip it out of one of these and just play it. Oh, it would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be great. I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Who goes first? You? Usually. Seth. HMC. <laughs> the seating arrangement really has you all screwed up. I'm telling it? you, it really does. Seth, HMC 96. Is that right? I don't know. Yes. yes. Insidious, chapter two. What do you rate this movie? Um, like I said, I love how it ties everything together from the first movie. Um, I really like the cast and the storyline. Um, the only things I didn't like was the corniness of those couple scenes and that Elise voiceover I hated. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I actually gave it a smidge higher than my old one. I gave it a 4.7. Wow, dude, a 4.7? Yeah. That's what you gave the first one, yeah? I just really like these movies, especially these first two. (gasps) Tiptoe through the tune. It's just so cool how they tied it together. I I agree. I like this one a lot. Yeah. I didn't like the first one. I know. We'll see. You, you're up. I can piggyback off of everything you just said. The cast, the score, how they tie everything together. I love all of that. Um, I gave it a 4.7 again. I gave it the exact same score because I like them both equally. No. Really? Yes. Good score. Yep. Josh is good. Because a five. I'm not. I did not. I <laughs> not. did not like the first movie at all. I gave it a three, mm-hmm. which that's really not even that bad of a score. No, to but be it's honest. too low for that movie. I don't think that. I think it's actually too high for the way I actually <gasps> feel about the movie. Mm-hmm. I only gave it a higher score than what I think it should be because I like James Wan. No. Mm-hmm. And it started some, you know, I think that James Wan changed horror at that certain time. This isn't the time to get into that. Anyway, I like the storyline. I think it's genius how they tied it all together. I think Patrick Wilson, who I normally do not like because he killed Charlie Hunnam. Um, I didn't normally don't like him. I think he did fantastic. I love Rose Byrne. Um, and I like the score and I like how they use sound to create a lot of jump scares. Um, Old school. It really, mm-hmm. it is. It's, it's really good what they did. There were some corny parts to it, some stuff I didn't like, but I can overlook that. I gave it a 4.25. Wow. It's a big five. leap from the first one. Um, it definitely is a yeah. big leap. I'm a leaper. 
Not no. to be confused with a leper. <laughs> leaper. Um, you do leap around a lot. <laughs> like I would call it prancing, but I guess you could say leap. Like my dancing earlier. Yeah. Don't act like you didn't like it. All right, let's jump over to some of those other folks that like to rate and review movies. Us, the Horror Movie Crew, where where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. Jess, would you like to read the Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus? Chapter two is deceitedly short on the tension and surprises that made its predecessor so chilling. The first one did have a lot more jump scares and stuff in it than this did. Yeah. The tiptoe mm. part two. I love yeah. that. <laughs> With <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a 39% on 129 reviews and they had an average rating of 48%. Rotten Tomatoes audiences gave it a 57% on 50,000 reviews. They had a 3.5 out of 5 or I think that's about a 70% average. Damn. IMDb gave it a 6.5 out of 10 on 169,000 reviews. Um, that's a 65% in us, the horror movie crew. Again, we are where you should be going because we are smart. We are. Mm-hmm. I agree. Wow, yeah. you got really excited. You're like a scientist. I know. I'm trying. I actually drooled down my chin a little bit. But <laughs> only for only for peroxide. That's his only, only for scientific peroxide, yeah. I think skill. I, I think I drank some. Peroxide. I know the formula for glue. <laughs> the formula for glue. Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we gave it a 4.55 average stabbies rating out of five. We're a 91 percent. So obviously, wow. with Seth mm-hmm. going up a tick, just stayed the same. I went up a lot. Yeah. Uh, we like this movie more than. Insidious chapter mm-hmm. uno. Yeah. For our Spanish speaking friends. Fucking Rotten Tomatoes on some low scores for it. Well, this just goes to show just why people should be coming to us and not mm-hmm. them. I yeah. agree. You know? I agree. Instead of rottentomatoes.com, go to horrormoviecrew.com. Yeah. Yes. It's right there. It's right there. You know what the great thing about horrormoviecrew.com is? What? You can buy shirts. You can buy, not this one. Damn it screwed that up you can uh join our patreon mm-hmm. yes you can watch videos of us like this video here on youtube mm-hmm. it's a lot of great things at horrormoviecrew.com that rotten tomatoes just doesn't have right yeah. other than shitty ratings yep there you go there you have it is there anything else you guys and gal guy and gal would like to say about insidious chapter two before we wrap it up classic watch it it's yeah. great Oh, classic! You're you're deeming it a classic. I'm deeming it a classic. Did it get us a good one? Oh, we kind of stopped doing that. I think so. <laughs> it does. It's a 91. Yeah, so it's a Sagudin. Not a Sagratin. No. We have one Sagratin. Yeah. Do you know what movie it is? Is it it? Yeah, chapter one. Yeah, it's the only so. Sagratin we've ever had. Time to float. Time to float. Boop, 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 boop. All right, let's do some patron shout outs. If you become a patron, you get a shout out. I'll say your name every single episode. Vicky D, Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast, Kimberly D, Mike R, D, Cole, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, our good friend Caitlin. We should let Caitlin pick a new movie. I feel yes. like she's. Yeah. I think Caitlin needs to come on the podcast. I agree Dude, with that. I'm in. Have yeah. her come over and even, go on the podcast. Yeah. Or I was going to say, even if it has, it's like Zoom or whatever, mm-hmm. you need to do it. Let's do it. Ashley V and Ashley S. Ashley V is an Ashley S. So technically Ashley S V and Ashley S. I know. I'm getting pretty tricky. Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street and my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nicks. Our next episode is Insidious Chapter 3. I guess we'll see if we like that one more than two. I doubt it. Probably not. You don't think I'm going to like it? Not better than this one. Do you think I'll like it more than the first one? I don't know. Probably. Maybe. Probably. I don't remember probably. it that well. I've never seen it, so it's going to be interesting. Oh. Mm. 
All right. Well, hey, in that case, we're out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye, all. Bye, y'all. God, I got peace up. I have little bitch. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all. Why do you have to pee so bad, dude? It's Gatorade. Water.